Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Ann Cardin, and you are a strategic business consultant for consultants and coaches, uh, and uh, you are the uh, author of the book, Expert in You. Your website is annlcardin.com, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. I'm super excited to be here today. I also was remiss to point out that you are also a fellow podcaster, which I'm always thrilled to celebrate. <laughs> and again, your podcast is called Expert in You Podcast. Yes. But uh, and in your words, I'd I'd love to have you talk about the the impact that you have in the world today. Like, how would you describe what you do? Yeah. So basically, the impact I have is I want to help people turn their expertise, their knowledge, their skills. Um, everything that they they come with into a coaching and consulting business to help other people. I have a saying, learn, do, teach. So you get to a point in your career, in your business, where now it's time to teach others what you have learned to really help them fast forward. Yeah. And and I got to tell you, to, to our friends that are listening, that are coaches and consultants, can I just say, first off, I want to begin this, you know, the, early in this conversation with a big thank you. Like coaches and consultants are just doing such great work out there in helping, you know, small business owners, enterprise leaders. I mean, without coaches and consultants, if we didn't have coaches and consultants, boy, that would make life a lot tougher. So let's just pause for a moment and reflect and thank our coaches and consultants <laughs> out there. Uh, and I'm sure you have a great love for, for that world, for this world. I do. You know, I came, I built several businesses before I ever came into this space. And I wish I would have had a coach or a consultant through many of those years. So I've been an entrepreneur for over 32 years. And for most of those businesses, I did not have someone like myself who could help me uh, learn and, and do things better and faster and without all the wasted money. And so that's really where my heart comes from. And I think that's where a lot of coaches and consultants hearts come from is they want to really help others not make the same mistakes and and you know fast forward their success. When we talk about, however, Anne, the business of being a coach or consultant, where do and and I think a lot of people kind of like if we look at like you know how you know Michael Gerber the Emeth would say a lot of people get into coaching and consulting because they're very passionate or they've they've figured out that they're pretty talented, they're pretty good at something, and then they say, you know what, I'd love to help others solve this problem. I really really love doing this. But then there's the business of coaching and consulting, and can you talk about that and why that might be a little challenging for some of us? Yeah, I think so. A couple of things that I do is I help people coming from, say, a career 
or where they have a lot of experience and expertise, really be able to build a business around coaching and consulting. And so a lot of times they might have an employee mindset, for example, coming out of a career. And so that all has to shift. Now you have to think like a business owner and passion is not enough. I, when I started in business many, many years ago, I was passionate about what I did, but I quickly learned that that's just not enough to stay around. And that's not enough to really build anything. And so you have to have both. So I think the biggest challenge for people is you have to realize that when you step into this arena, you are in a business, you have to treat it like a business, or you're not going to make the impact, you're not going to be around uh, to, to really help the people that need you and that are looking for you. All right, so that gets to the million dollar question. What are the tent poles of business growth for coaches and consultants? The tent poles. First of all, you have to have something people want to buy. <laughs> so you really <laughs> Okay, all right, check. Yeah, all right, that. So you do your offers, how your I call it your revenue model. How your revenue model is structured will determine in my opinion whether you're going to have a slow path and maybe not be around for a long time or whether you can take the faster road, which is what I help people do. And that is to build around a really high revenue model. So uh, the reason for that is that way they can make the impact they want. They have money to put back into their business. They, they can hire the people that they need to hire, all those things that can help them grow and impact more people. Um, but so the first thing is your revenue model and are your services priced in a way that you're going to have great cash flow, that you're going to be able to get that growth that you need. That's the first piece. The second piece is how are you going to market that? And do you have the right message? Do you have uh, the right things that you're saying out there to people that will resonate with them? This is a big hang up for a lot of people, mm. um, not understanding how to really market themselves, but it goes even deeper than that in the fact that you have to have marketing systems. You have to have a way that you're consistently feeding your business. I'm sure you're doing it right now, Josh, with your podcast. My podcast is another way that I feed my business. And so what is that system? for you. And you can have multiple systems, but I always say get one working really well and then layer on. That's where you get the most right. success, right? I, we don't, we can't just do everything all at one time, which is what a lot of people try to do. Oh, I agree. And if you yeah, again, and if you're going to start something like, I mean, it's fine to do some testing and stuff to see if you really like it and enjoy it, but yeah, doing anything, you know, half is just, you know, it's like, you're probably about 10%. So if you're doing it about half strength, you're probably only getting about 10% of the value. When you go True. all in and you're consistent and then you allow momentum to kind of catch up. And mm -hmm. so, because we're always in this residual of previous activity right. and, um, you know, it's like for our content creators that are listening right now, I think anyone who's been at it for any length of time knows that the first few months were pretty, it was like crickets, Mm -hmm. uh, but you stick with it and you learn from others and you follow best practices and maybe get yourself a coach or a consultant and uh, see yourself through. Um, you know, you had talked about um, the, you know, selling something that, that, that folks want. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where maybe initially, if you're earlier stage at this, um, we might just come up with an idea of what that is. And I think that it's really critical that we try not to pretend that we have all the answers, but mm -hmm. that we allow the market 
to tell us what they want. Can you talk maybe about that, about how to figure out, or maybe we don't know, maybe we're like, well, I want to do this, but I don't know exactly what the offer should be, should look like. Mm. Um, how do you help folks kind of nail that down? Yeah, so I have a little bit of a different philosophy from what a lot of people are out there teaching. A lot of people are teaching, you know, come up with an idea and then maybe if you, you know, go out to Facebook or go out to wherever and throw it out and see if no, people are not like that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and so what I help people do is if, for example, if they're coming from a career and they're maybe a CEO and they want to step into coaching or consulting, maybe it's the next phase in their life, they can utilize all of the skills, all of the expertise, all of the knowledge and, and everything that they've done for years running companies, and they can implement a coaching and consulting business. They already probably know a lot of the issues, a lot of the problems, and a lot of the things that are going to be the most valuable to businesses. So package that. That is going to be, that is always going to be your faster path. If you come from what you already know, you will already most of the time know the problem. Problems. So, mm -hmm. a, you know, a good example of this is if you're coming out of a specific industry, you will know that inside and out, you will know the issues, the problems. So that's a much faster path. And that's always the path I want to teach people, not the slow road, go out and figure yeah. out what you want to do and try maybe try to learn something or take a certain do a certification or buy into a program. To me, that is the slow route. Because not only do you now have to figure all that stuff out, Oof. but you also and learn how to do that. You also have to figure out the business side. So, but when you're utilizing what you already know and what you're already good at, it it really it makes it kind of a no-brainer because you'll know how to serve that market, if that makes sense. I completely agree. And uh, and I would go so far as, you know, and this, again, this is coming from someone that I've been in business for decades. Mm -hmm. uh, I've interviewed over 1,500 um, successful six, seven, eight, nine-figure business leaders. I can authoritatively say based on my background, take it for what it's worth. Uh, but my opinion, I'd say that anyone who wants to get into business for themselves, I believe that the fast, if you, if you're, if you're really good at something, I think the fastest path to creating a full-time income is consulting and coaching and not again, selling big programs. I believe that uh, my opinion, I believe that's easier after you've done a lot of individual one-on-one -on -one work uh, and you can get there. For, so for people who are like, well, I don't want, well, here's my question, right? Uh, I've already kind of opined on why I am all in on coaching and consulting, particularly for people who want to exit their job, uh, then mm -hmm. that want to be a full-time business owner, but, and they may have the concern because some guru said, no, no, you're just trading time for dollars. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. You right. should just create an e-course and sell that. And then you get that sweet passive money. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of that out there for sure. Um, I always say, you know, you what, what is the thing you can't make? If you can't make money when you're awake, you can't make it in your sleep. So, or you can't make money in your sleep if you can't make it when you're awake. A lot of people it. need to know that because mm. that if you can't go out and get clients and, and bring in clients, you're not going to be able to do it with a course or unless you have really a lot of money to burn up. And, and even with that, people still want to know they can, they can trust you and they still, you know, there's that no like and trust, right. That you have to establish. So uh, yeah, a lot of people go down that path, but it's not the path again that I teach because I already know it's a broken model for most people. To me, I always say you can do all that when you're bored and you're a millionaire and you've got time and money to throw, <laughs> to throw at all of that stuff. But um, anyway, so 
so that is a that is a path a lot of people go down. Okay, let's say that we're talking about someone or someone's listening to us right now. And in the coaching consulting world, like they're got to a point like they got their bills paid, like they're doing all right. Maybe they have just like a VA or maybe, you know, a, a part-timer helping them out, but it's still kind of mostly them, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I, I don't, you know, I, I just, I want, I want to just mention this one more time, you know, because again, now I'm thinking of like Robert Kiyosaki, Cashflow Quadrant. No, mm-hmm. no, no. You're just, a, you're not a B business owner. You can get there. Okay. But the fa- I believe the fastest path to becoming a B business owner in this kind of world is again, kind of this path that we're talking about. Get very, very good at working mm-hmm. with individuals. You are going to learn so much by working one-on-one with clients. And that is going to inform you ultimately what might be your next play. And so mm-hmm. uh, what if, what about the person that's um, listening to our conversation right now and they're doing good, like they're making, mm-hmm. you know, the high, you know, just under $200,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but I see that you help and work with people and help them get to half a million, seven figures, et cetera. What is that path? Like, what am I going to be doing to get there? Yeah. So the first thing I do is look at people's revenue models again to see what are you selling? What are your suite of products? And so one of the things that I do that's probably a little bit different from a lot of people out there is I help people get really ultra premium clients. So those could be $30,000, $50,000, $100,000, $200,000 plus clients. And when you go that path, you can get there fairly quick, obviously. But I also teach them different layers in their business. So where a lot of people start low and they'll teach, okay, you start with this low ticket thing and then you ascend people into your high. I don't teach that model at all. I teach you start high. You start with your very highest offer. That's the thing you're out there marketing. That's what you're out there selling. And then everything else becomes a downsell. So what most people consider high ticket is maybe that three to $10,000 range. Mm-hmm. I consider that low ticket. Those are that's low ticket for my clients. Yes. And that's typically cash. Those are cash offers for my clients. Um, so every time they bring in a new client, they're making anywhere from uh, you know, three thousand to thirty thousand dollars in cash to land that new client. So it's it's a very different model. But also, what layers do you have in your business? You know, there's so many things you can offer. A lot of people get stuck in, okay, I have this 90-day program. I went down this path which is why I changed everything because I saw what was going on and I knew I could help people more than 90 days Mm -hmm. and I wasn't selling my services that way. And I was leaving a lot of money on the table. So now I teach people how to have an active and and a retaining revenue model so that they're retaining their clients, but they're getting those big shots of revenue on the front end when they land a new client and they they have a rinse and repeat offer they can sell over and over again, but then they're retaining clients on the back end. Um, so there's a lot of ways to do that, but those that's really the model that I teach as a top-down approach. So high-end masterminds, working with high-level, high-fee mastermind clients is another, le- another level, another layer, VIP days where you're working with a client for a day at maybe 10K or 15K. Again, that's going to vary depending on the client you're working with. Uh, so those are all those are all things that are in what I call your suite of products or your suite of services. Yeah. Is, does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, I'm loving it. Um, and so, uh, and to someone who just heard what you said earlier and is like, you know, kind of doing a, what? Where do you find it? And again, I, 
I'm going to let you take this. Uh, Where does one find bigger ticket clients? Um, I can tell you where not to find them. (laughs) (laughs) What Uh, what is that, Josh? Let's hear it. Well, so listen, here's, this should come, this should be pretty obvious for folks, right? Busy business owners are not just hanging out in rooms of people just trying to figure it out. They are busy running their companies. Yes. All right. Now, Anne, you tell me more. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You that's what I'm not the nail on the head. Those, okay. You know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, so one thing you have to understand, first of all, is how very high end premium clients buy. They do not go through funnels. They won't buy nope. your book and then become a $50,000 client. It just doesn't happen that way. They're not going to probably sit there and watch your YouTube channel. They, if they come across you, they will engage and they will watch, but you a lot of times you won't even know they're there because they're not engagers. They're they are not engagers on content, um, and so they buy very differently. And they you know, but they, the thing is, they are everywhere. But you have to really understand who you're going after and where are they. For example, if you're going after high end professionals, nonprofits, CEOs, you know, LinkedIn is your place, right? Um, LinkedIn has two times the buying power. The average income is over a hundred thousand dollars a year. So there's, you know, you've got to know where your people are, but also if you're looking for, again, who are you looking for? Your, your market is going to determine the pricing you can charge. So sometimes I can help people level up the market that they're in. Let's go to a higher, uh, a higher level within that market. So for example, um, you're working in the coaching and consulting space. Most of the people I work with are either earning six figures or more in their, whatever they're doing or, or much more, or they have that type of a business already. So there are already, there's already funds there. If I want to target startups that are trying to figure it out, that are stay-at-home moms, I'm not going to get the prices and the fees that I'm charging. So this is a really important thing for people to understand. You have to go to the market where the funds are if you want to get those premium clients. But for example, if you're working in corporate, a lot of people, there's a lot of executive coaches, right? So instead of just working with the executives, what about working with their teams? That's where the bigger money is. Mm -hmm. What about working with other parts within their organization, within their company? That's where the bigger money is. So even, for example, um, a, a, a communication coach that might go in and help executives with their communication, the bigger opportunity really comes working with their leaders and their teams and maybe even filtering that down to their frontline staff or their customer service. So those those become bigger, maybe two and three year engagements that they could have within, you know, inside that organization. But a lot of people don't think like this. Uh, A business, for example, you can work with businesses that are just in startup phase, which I see so many people doing. Everyone is out there targeting startups. The problem is startups, unless you, you know, get the needle in the haystack, you're really, you're targeting people that a lot of times don't have the funds. And, excuse me, and so it's really important that if you're going to target startups, you target like what I talked about, higher net worth people that have the funds to invest. So, I mean, the truth is there's money in every market. There, there are people in every market that will pay premium fees. It's about understanding that market, understanding what they want and what, you know, making sure that that investment makes sense for them. And if the value is there and you can articulate that value, people will pay those fees. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's been in business for any length of time has has probably had some either agencies or, or employees. We look at what we spend, you know, for a, a, a key employee over the course of the year. Well, mm-hmm. that's not small ticket. That's big ticket because we expect that that employee is going to bring us big value mm-hmm. uh, for uh, our investment. So it's no different. So, you know, a 20, 30, 40, $50,000 investment, if you bring the right value is nothing. Is exactly. not especially enterprise. It's not even. It's not even a blip on their radar in many cases because they're like, eh, it's uh, you know, bigger companies are looking to solve generally bigger problems, and usually those bigger problems come with bigger price tags. Uh, and and um, you know, one thing I want to ask though, and do you have a hard stop in seven minutes? Do have- I am good. We're good. Okay, good, 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 good. Because I have a few more questions for you. <laughs> I sure. love what you do, by the way, and I'm a champion. Like I, I love what you're talking about, uh, and this is a world that that I I care deeply about because I'm I'm empathic uh, to the consultant, the coach that is struggling right now, and and they're 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 they were told that all they have to do is just send out a bunch of DMs, um, mm. maybe buy the right Facebook ads and set up the right funnel. Um, don't sleep, hang out on Clubhouse mm. and keep showing up and trying to get you know busy decision makers like you and I to engage and buy their $7 tripwire and yada, 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 yada. I could go yeah. on and on and on and on. We uh, both could go on and on about that. <laughs> yeah, so um, it sounds good. Um, but the reality is, um, I, I find that that, boy, that's, I'm trying, I'm, I was trying to come up with a, a kind way of <laughs> typifying what, what you end up with, but it's, it's, it's not awesome. And I don't think I even need to spell it out because I think a lot of people know that that's not a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there's probably some aspect of this as well. And that I think we do need to show up with some degree of presence, right? So I'm thinking about specifically about maybe it's our branding, it's, you know, it's our website, it's, you know, our headshots, it's how we come across on digital. You know, can you maybe share your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. So I know you and I have the same philosophy about if you, you know, if you really want to get those high-end premium clients, you have to show up as an expert. You have to look like an authority in your space. And the thing that I always tell people is, look, they're going to Google you. You better have a strong presence on Google. You should show up on the first two to three pages. You should be building those digital assets. I can't tell you how many coaches I hear tell coaches, you don't need a website. Okay, well, nothing speaks not professional or a real business to me than not having a website. So maybe you don't need one to get your first client, but you need a website. I don't care what anyone says. It is a digital asset to your business. And if you don't, if you're not professional enough to to put the effort in or invest in getting a website to me, you're not really going to be viewed as a business. So these are all important pieces, but you have to build up, you have to build up the assets. Here's the thing about, you know, premium uh, buyers, again, are not going to go through your funnels. They're not going to go the route that every, uh, the value ladder, the Russell Brunson method, right? They, they're not going to do that. What is going to happen is they're going to come across a piece of content, maybe by accident, maybe from someone else engaging on your post or whatever. And all of a sudden, I mean, I get messages like this daily. Oh my gosh, I've never seen you before. I don't even know how I came across your live stream Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
But what you're saying is totally resonating. And that is exactly how it works. They won't engage. Like I said, you you won't even know they're searching you out. You won't yeah. know that they're, but then when they come across you and they think, oh my gosh, this sounds like what I've been looking for. This, this is really resonating. Then they'll go check you out. Then they'll go look at your YouTube channel. Then they'll look at your LinkedIn profile. And if you don't have all of those digital assets built up or your content isn't speaking to them, they're going to quickly leave and they're going to think that you're not for them. And this is, this is a problem out there. A lot of people just don't do this. Yeah. And if someone's thinking about, well, that's going to be a lot of work in order to build a website and well, have a professional is. look at what it is. <laughs> well, welcome that's to Business life. Ownership business. 101. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of work. <laughs> right, right. The, but you know, the, but the, the good news is once you've made the investment, once you've set it up, right? It's it it will be a good website should be your number one salesperson. Yeah, I you know, yes and no. I mean a good website does, but I, I will tell you this most of the people that I work with are they get their clients on LinkedIn and we really ramp up their LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people don't realize is that your LinkedIn profile, oh my gosh, I could tell you so many stats about LinkedIn. But your LinkedIn profile is like a mini website. Yeah. So it should absolutely be optimized and it should be optimized with keywords. And, you know, there's a whole strategy that goes behind mm. your LinkedIn profile. But what a lot of people don't realize is it's a search engine, just like Google. So it is the number one search engine in the world for business. And if you uh, get that profile optimized, it can serve somewhat as a mini website. Sometimes I wonder if LinkedIn people even go to my website because my profile is so optimized. They can see so much there that would convince them that I know what I'm doing that sometimes I don't even know if they go and check out my website, but you need both. You, you need to have both. So yes, I, to your point, you still have to drive traffic to your website. If nobody sees it, it's not going to not going to do anything, but a website is a huge digital asset because you can house so many things on there. You know, I have, have free giveaways and I have a video series and I have uh, all of my, you know, a lot of my services are on there and there's just so much content on their blogs and my podcast is on there. There's so much they can get from my website. So if they come across it or I drive them to it, um, it has so much about me and my business. And client results, that's another big one too. I absolutely love that and that you are spot on. Your LinkedIn profile is one of the greatest tools that you're probably underutilizing to our friend that's listening to us right now. Yes. Um, even, and if someone were to do a Google search for you or I, guaranteed that LinkedIn profile is going to come up on page one. I don't, yeah, I don't even have to do it. I know it will because it comes it's so up well at the optimized top. that not it, only does LinkedIn recognize that this is a full and complete profile, mm -hmm. Google knows that, hey, if you want to learn about Ann Carden, here's everything you need to know. I, as, a, as a podcaster, um, that's what my team looks at. They, they look at my yes. guests' LinkedIn profiles, and that's what they use to kind of determine whether or not we can take them or not is based on, so if you're not keeping that updated, ooh boy. Um, but there's simple things like, for example, like the, the banner that's on your LinkedIn profile. Like LinkedIn is giving you free advertising space <laughs> to communicate whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and if you, again, if you just have a picture of a sunset or a picture of your cat, I mean, it's like, well, I mean, you could do that, or maybe you could try something that, you know, that would communicate to the person who's viewing your profile. Here's why you should connect with me or get to know me. 
Yes, absolutely. And you you know, you said it best. People are not taking advantage of a free digital asset, right? Something that's completely free to their business. And even if you're not going to play on LinkedIn, so to speak, it's still something that is going to show up at the top of Google. It actually will show up either right under your website or even above your website when it's optimized. Now, I don't mm -hmm. really know how it shows up if it's not optimized because all of my clients, that's, you know, that's what we do. Um, but it's such a powerful, powerful piece. And the other thing too, Josh, you said you check it for, uh, you know, for, to put people on your podcast. Here's something a lot of people don't realize. Also, people that are booking speakers also look at LinkedIn and they will Google that. They will Google that person, they no longer care as much about a speaker website. It's still mm -hmm. important. I'm not saying you don't need it, but the first thing they're going to do is Google this person and see what they're all about. And so once again, you're missing opportunity that you probably don't even realize because you don't have these things in place. I, uh, here's another little secret, uh, again, just as kind of a platform, you know, content creator, I seldom look at the one sheets. I don't look at the right. reels. I don't, I, I don't have time. Um, mm -hmm. LinkedIn for me is such a valuable tool because it's standardized. Everybody's, you know, I know where everything is. I can quickly get, you know, the kind of the facts and figures on somebody. So, you know, if you're looking to connect with other centers of influence far beyond mm -hmm. who I am, uh, trust me when I say they are likely using it as well. And this has been so incredibly valuable. And I'm sure that there's, you know, folks that have been listening to us have, have already gotten some great, very actionable ideas. Um, and, and you've got a book and, and of course your website, I, I, I would love people to go visit you. And that's at Ann, A-N-N-L, Carden, C-A-R-D-E-N.com. Yes. Uh, and when they go there, obviously they can find your book, Expert in You. Uh, but what else would you recommend that they do when they connect with you? Yes. Yeah, so I have, if you look at the top, there's a free, there's free resources um, where you can, I have video series and different things you can download that, you know, just it's your email, enter your email and your name and walks you through my process. There's so many different things on my website that you can grab. Also, my podcast is on there, uh, testimonials. So if you want to see what are some of the results I've had with clients, you can check that out. Um, so there's, there's so much on there that they can get value from my blog, all of those things, but also, uh, it gives you a link to my YouTube channel, you know, different ways that you can get more content or more material from me. Excellent. Again, annlcarden.com. And this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. 
Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.